start with the prayer of guidance. Lord, open our hearts and our minds by the power of your Holy Spirit, that as the scriptures are read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with glad hearts what you say to us today. Amen. So today's scripture comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord... If another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive him? As many as seven times? Well, Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, 77 times. For this is the reason the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wishes to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began to reckon, one who came with him 10,000 talents was brought upon him. And he could not pay. His Lord ordered him to be sold together with his wife and his children and all his possessions, and that the payment be made. So the slave fell to his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of the slave released him, and he forgave him for all his debt. But that same slave, as he went out and came upon one of his fellow slaves, who owed him a hundred denarii, then seized him by the throat and said, Pay me what you owe me. Then his fellow slave fell down, and he pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. But he refused, and he went and threw him into prison until he could pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed. And they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then this Lord summons him to him and said, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have mercy on your fellow slave as I have had mercy on you? And in anger his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So, my heavenly Father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother and sister from your heart. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As we come together this morning to begin our time of worship together, our message, I ask that you join your heart with mine in prayer. Father God, it's raining outside, but I just pray, Lord, that you would rain down your Holy Spirit on us gathered in this place as we come to worship your holy name. And Father, I just pray that the words that I speak today would be the words that you want me to share. Father, I just pray that you would bless our time together. For it's in Christ's name I ask. Amen. There was a married couple that had many disagreements and heated arguments, but somehow the wife always stayed calm, cool, and collected. One day her husband brought this to light and stated, When I get mad at you, how come you don't fight back? How do you control your anger so well? The wife said, Easy. I work it off by cleaning the toilet. The husband asked, How does that help? She said, it's pretty simple, really. I just use your toothbrush. 
I don't think that this wife had quite grasped the idea of forgiveness. I think she was more focused on revenge. The rabbis, citing several verses from Amos, taught that since God forgave Israel's enemies only three times, it was presumptuous and unnecessary to forgive anyone more than three times. Peter was being generous when he asked if seven times is enough. We don't know why Peter asked the question. He was living and traveling with 12 other people, so he may have been having a problem with one of the other disciples. I think at times we all know how hard it is to live together as family. It could have been that Peter had a deep hurt in his past that he had not been able to forget or forgive. I'm sure Peter was disappointed and maybe shocked when Jesus told him 77 times. Jesus was really telling him and telling us that there is no limit to the number of times we should forgive someone who wrongs us. Max Lucado says that you will never forgive anyone more than God has already forgiven you. This is not always easy for us because people do horrible things in our world. Just a few months ago, there was a story in a newspaper about a little boy who was tortured by his mother and her boyfriend. After reading this article, my first thought was that the electric chair would be too merciful for them. But God worked on my heart. And the more I thought about it, I realized that even though they had committed despicable acts against this little child, they are not beyond God's mercy and grace. If they repent of their sin and seek forgiveness, they too will have a home in heaven. We sing, To God Be the Glory, written by Fanny Crosby. And the second verse says, O perfect redemption, the purchase of blood, to every believer, the promise of God, the vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives. Do we believe that the vilest offender can be pardoned? Do we want to believe it? This is one of many great hymns we sing in the church. I think as we sing the hymns over and over, we no longer pay attention to the words and what the writer is trying to tell us. We just love the familiar sound of the hymn. The first servant in Jesus' parable had more debt than he could ever repay. He owed so much we cannot even comprehend the amount of money he owed the king. We don't know why he owed so much, and it's not for us to judge him. The time of accountability, however, had come, and he could not pay his debt. In New Testament times, the king had every right to sell the man, his wife, his children, and all his possessions to recover a portion of the debt. The desperate servant fell on his knees and begged the king to be patient, and he would pay him back everything. The king knew, however, that the man could never repay so much debt, and in his great mercy, he canceled the debt. The servant had a great burden lifted. We all have a sin debt that we can't pay, so Jesus paid that debt for us when he took our place on the cross. Immediately, the servant goes out and demands payment from a fellow servant who owed him a very small amount of money. The fellow servant asks him to be patient and he will pay him back. Even though he had been shown great mercy, the first servant had his fellow servant thrown into jail until the debt could be repaid. 
It is hard for us to believe how someone who had been shown so much mercy could have no mercy for someone else in a similar situation. Or is it hard for us to believe? The king finds out what the first servant did to his fellow servant. He is furious and has the man thrown into jail because even though he had received mercy, he had no mercy for another person. Jesus concludes this parable by saying we must forgive from our heart. Christ forgave those who crucified him. In Luke 23:34, we read, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. They thought they were doing the right thing by getting rid of Jesus. We all need to give forgiveness, and there are times we need to receive forgiveness. <coughs> Next month will make two years since my father-in-law passed away, just shy of his 94th birthday. For the last four years of his life, when his health declined, my wife and her sisters took care of him so he could stay in his home because he expected them to do this. He didn't care that they all worked and had families and homes to take care of. However, they did have a lady that came in on weekday mornings. She would get him out of bed, feed him breakfast. She did some light housekeeping. She would prepare his lunch and leave it on the table for him, and she left at noon. My wife and her sisters took turns in the evenings going to his home and fixing his supper for him and staying and getting him to bed. My wife was gone two or three nights a week to take care of her dad. And over this four-year period, my resentment toward him grew bigger and bigger. And I didn't always speak kindly to him. I felt guilty because, after all, he was... Janice's father. He had served in World War II, and his generation believed that women were supposed to be the caregivers. However, I never asked him for forgiveness, and now it's too late. It took me a while to forgive him for making so many demands on our lives. But God, in his graciousness, gave me peace and comfort through the song I shared with you during our prayer time, How Great Thou Art. Because it was shortly after he passed away that I came upon that version, and it truly, truly touched my heart. Forgiveness is a choice, as is evident in Renee Napier's story. On May the 11th, 2002, two 20-year-old college students were coming home for summer break when they had a head-on collision with Eric Smallridge who was intoxicated from a night of partying. Smallridge lived. The two college students did not. One of those students was Megan Napier, and her mother Renee is a dedicated Christian believer who was understandably shaken to her core. She had a huge debt owed her. How could one ever replace a 20-year-old daughter with so much life before her? She would never marry She would never bear Renee a grandchild. She would never go on to a successful career. A life was cut short because of one person's stupid choice to drink and drive. Renee is a dedicated Christian, though. In a news interview, she commented, I could hate Eric Smallridge forever. That's not going to bring Megan back. 
When it comes to forgiveness, she says, Oh, excuse me. When it comes to forgiveness, she says, it doesn't feel like the right thing to do. It doesn't match what you're feeling on the inside, but it is the right thing to do. We live in a world where there's a lot of pain and heartache, and you know, I want to promote love and forgiveness and try to help break the cycle of hatred. Napier put her words into action. <clears throat> she petitioned the state of Florida to allow Small Ridge to have day trips of her to speak together at local high school assemblies. Later, she appealed to his parole board, requesting an early release. Eventually, Small Ridge was paroled <coughs> after serving 11 of his 22 years. Napier knows firsthand of God's love and forgiveness. Her story, <coughs> excuse me, her story was chosen by Christian songwriter Matthew West to turn it into a song called Forgiveness. And I want to share with you that video. It's the hardest thing to give away. It always goes to those who don't deserve. It's the opposite of how you feel when the pain they caused is just too real. The prisoner that really frees is you. We need to realize that refusing to forgive has terrible consequences. Have you ever thought about what happens when we refuse to forgive? When we refuse to forgive, we keep that issue or problem inside. To refuse to forgive is to choose to carry around those feelings of bitterness, resentment, and hatred. <clears throat> Why would anybody want to carry that garbage around? Why would we do that to ourselves? Someone once said that harboring resentments is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Someone else has said that letting hatred simmer within us, eating at our emotions and our body, is like burning down our house to get rid of rats. Why would you want to carry these feelings around all your life? Usually we sit and stew and roll it over in our minds while the other person is out dancing and having a good time. When we refuse to forgive, who do we hurt most of all? Ourselves. In the movie The Shack, Mac's family is being destroyed. Mac can't move on with his life because he can't forgive the man who kidnapped and killed his young daughter. He is suffering from depression and guilt <clears throat> and even considers suicide. His oldest daughter is sullen and withdrawn because she blames herself for her sister's death. She can't forgive herself. In an emotional scene in the movie, God helps Mike realize that he has to forgive this man, even though it's not easy. And healing comes to the family only when forgiveness begins. In his letter to the Ephesian church, Paul writes in chapter 4, verse 32, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just in Christ God forgave you. A little bit earlier this morning, we lifted up the Lord's Prayer, and we say, and forgive us our trespasses, as we also have forgiven those who trespass against us. 
Think about what you're asking when you pray that portion of the Lord's Prayer. You're saying, God, please forgive my sins against you in the same way that I forgive the sins of others against me. Do you really mean that? Do you really want God to forgive you in the same manner that you forgive others? To put it another way, do you really want God to forgive your sin reluctantly or slowly or grudgingly or maybe never? Do you really want God to forgive your sins with strings attached, to forgive you but still keep reminding you over and over, year after year, the wrong that you've done? Do you want God to forgive you but at the same time spread the word so that everyone else knows how badly you messed up? Do you want God to forgive you but also decide that he doesn't want anything more to do with you? Do you want God to forgive you but keep you at arm's length instead of welcoming you back into his fellowship? Do you want God to forgive but not forget? Is that what you want? No, if we were honest, many of us would have to admit that we hope God doesn't forgive us the way we forgive others. Because our forgiveness, when it comes to all, is usually of very poor quality. So how do we forgive the Jesus way? We forgive when everything inside of us is screaming that the other person doesn't deserve our forgiveness. We forgive a person every time they hurt us, no matter how many times it is. We forgive even though the other person never asks for forgiveness or admits that they have hurt us. We forgive completely from the heart. Is there someone you need to forgive today? Sometimes the person that needs your forgiveness most is yourself. Amen. As you go forward this morning. <coughs> Go forth in the assurance that God has forgiven you. There's nothing that you can do that God won't forgive you if you ask. And if there's someone that you need to forgive, I pray that you will do that this week, that you will make reconciliation. Go forth in his peace. Amen.